and a one, two, three, four, five. Welcome back to Movie Night, where this week it was Alicia's choice, and she chose The Atom Project, uh, a movie that I had seen a preview of, but uh, actually, like, I, I was at my parents' place. We we're looking for movies to watch. I saw the preview of that movie, and I was like, that looks really cool. I want to see that. Completely forgot about it until this movie started, and I realized what we were watching. When I heard The Atom Project, I thought, this sounds like religion. <laughs> yeah, it is not atom, like... A molecule or like a, a, a particle of matter it is adam like the name yeah yeah, yeah i know like i know i know i'm saying that for the benefit uh, of the people who are listening to us well you're saying they've got a strong accent or something crazy you dick no i do i when i <laughs> say adam really quickly with my accent it sounds like uh, a, I'm, I'm putting a t in there gotcha um but yeah i i found it to be quite a good movie um <clears throat> a few little uh you know little issues that uh Especially regarding the, uh, the the like the sci-fi aspects of it, but yeah, I uh, being the, the critical cynic that I am, uh, it's all my mind can focus on. But Kaiser's a lot better. Kaiser is a lot nicer with films. He uh, woos them gently and lulls them to a, uh, a pleasant sleep. I'm just. I see that it has a lisp, and I bash its head in with the phone book. <laughs> What's that metaphor? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just there are certain things like I'm, I'm I can suspend my disbelief a pretty long way when I'm, you know, reading a book or watching a movie or anything like that. Um, there, there are very few things that really get under my skin, but the, the things that do get under there very quickly. But yes, you are the Brit that mm. you are much more cynical. Yes. Although Alicia is not cynical. I think I'm just a special kind of special. <laughs> special all right so getting into it this movie is about ryan reynolds meeting child no, that's not that's it that's it it's a ryan reynolds movie all right that's a wrap let's get out of here yeah. um no but it, like so it, for it's a sci-fi movie right set yep. in contemporary times i think it's 2022 it's set in uh-huh. the yeah the year the movie came out um and yeah it opens with Ryan Reynolds, adult Ryan Reynolds, in some kind of like a space fighter plane, like getting away from people, getting you know, shooting at him. Um, he uses a little thingy on the bottom of the whatever to open up a wormhole, and he shoots into the past. That very descriptive metaphor you just used there is one that we're going to be using several times for several different things throughout this uh, description of the film. But he has like a, a thingy, and, he and it does, does a thing. It does a thing, yeah. I, I kind of like that they didn't go too deep into the sci-fi. And I, I agree with you near the end of the movie where they try to explain too much and try mm. to actually make the science make sense. That's when it they, that's when it was starting to like crack my uh, my illusion. It kind of the, the thing that he went through in the ship kind of looked the, the the thing that popped out of the ship to fire. It looked like the rift converter or whatever it's called from Ratchet and Clank. If anyone out there no one's gonna have heard of it. But if you do now you know what it looks like. <laughs> it it reminded me of the the bottom of the Star Trek spaceship. I'm I'm not a big Star Trek. Oh yeah, Enterprise. yeah. Enterprise. The they well, got the, doesn't have two of them. Yeah, it has the two on the side, but it also has a round thing on the bottom. Uh, <laughs> Are we losing like we're, credibility we're not Star here? Trek people? Uh, I I was gonna say I'm too young, but I don't think you are. No, I, I it was around when I was a kid. I just didn't watch it. I, I mm. did watch the Star Trek The Next Generation as an adult, and I, I really did like it. 
Hmm. Uh, but I never watched the original. The Star Trek movies, I saw the first one or two of them, but that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> we, bring it in back. I feel like we do this every time. We start talking about the movie in question, and then we immediately start talking about anything else. And then by the end, it's back to Batman. <laughs> it's always about Batman. Um, but yeah, so Ryan Reynolds, uh, he, it's established very quickly that he's bleeding. He's in a stolen ship, he's being chased, he's being shot at, and he fires a wormhole, so he's going back in time. Um, Then it cuts to, which I think this might be one of the best instances of, like, casting for a movie that I've seen. Because they found the child that is Ryan Reynolds. Wait, does Ryan Reynolds have a kid? Was that actually just his kid? I don't think it, it... Honestly, if it was, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but okay. I don't I don't think so. But honestly, this kid, like, he was playing Ryan Reynolds that entire movie. Like, he wasn't playing the whatever Adam, the character he is in the show. He was playing Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I'm going to have a hard time saying it. This is like a, a tongue twister. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Um, yeah, no, he plays a dumb jackass. Uh, so it's Ryan Reynolds. No, and... he plays a very clever jackass. Well, I wouldn't say someone that uses their intelligence to piss people off and then therefore gets himself beaten up because he's yeah. being stupid. I would call that person dumb. I, Not yeah. stupid, but dumb. Maybe. I, I can kind of say, I still say he's more <clears throat> clever. I, clever is the word I'd use for him because, like, he's very good at, like, doing these, like, multi layered insults and, like, slipping sarcasm into, like, every other word. Basically, like Ryan Reynolds does. Um, I'm getting really sick of saying his name now. <laughs> RR. Nah, that's worse. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to call them both Adam. Ryan Reynolds plays adult Adam. Kid plays kid Adam. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the kid meets Ronald Reagan. No, and... god damn it. So the, no, the, it cuts the kid getting the shit kicked out of him at school. And honestly, he, he lays a few really good insults on the other kid first before the other kid punches him in the face. Um. Yep. Always get punches. They never punch the kid in the face. I think they punch him in the face in the very first scene. Like, the very first time the kids get oh, the shit. Oh, yeah, he gets a nosebleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, actually. Very I thought there was something Yeah, you're right. Purpose. It was gut punches after that. But the first scene, right in the face. Yep. Um, yeah, so kid goes... Uh, he ends up getting suspended. Like, it's him sitting there, bloody nose, next to the principal's office. Yeah, which his is mother, stupid. His mother marches past and is shouting at, you know, the principal, like, how dare you? It's that other kid. It's a bully. It's not his fault. And then cuts to them in the car. And she's like, you've got to watch your mouth. Like, I know you started that fight. (laughs) It's clearly his pattern that he's he's being he's a little bit too smart mouthed for his size because he's kind of like this, you know, scrawny kid. Yeah. Um. Oh, also, I don't know if that's a thing in the UK. It, so in the US, this is this is a thing. Like automatically in most US schools, if there's a fight, both kids get in trouble. Doesn't matter who started it. Doesn't matter how it yeah. resolved. Both kids. Yeah. Which I, growing up, always found extremely unfair. Well, I mean, it depends. If if there's one kid just getting the snot kicked out of him for no reason, then yeah, the yeah. kid getting the snot kicked out of him doesn't get in trouble. But he doesn't get anything for it either. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like we still walk over the blade nose and no thanks. <laughs> I, I got into fights in elementary school, and basically all that that policy I found incentivized was no one would ever tell the teacher if their fight happened. Oh yeah, but there's a big culture of you don't tell. Well, yeah, 
And I'm, I'm wondering if maybe that's that's part of it. I don't know. Mm. Uh, back in the day. Mm. Honestly, if we had the knowledge that we have now and we went back to being kids, I feel like life would be so much easier. A, a lot. I feel like a lot of people have that that thought. Like just well, uh, going back, it's a it's a theme, you know. You go back and do it all again, but you know, with with the knowledge that you've accumulated. I think work wise, because I think workload wise, kids have it a lot harder than adults. I think the amount of strain that's put on a child's brain is far greater than uh, that of an adult. But if but children but are social also social wise. Hmm. I think you could really mop up knowing what you do as an adult as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I. There, there's there, there's layers to that. I don't want to get too deep into this, but I think no. the reason you put a lot of like mental load on a kid is their brains are more flexible. Like mm. you, you, you're capable of learning a lot more when you're younger and a lot more. You can cut quickly. up them. <laughs> it's the reason why you like kids that grow up in multilingual households pick up multiple languages like that. But if you try yeah. to learn a, another language as an adult, it's a lot more of a struggle because your brain is wired differently. Anyway, back to the movie. Yes. Um. Almost so past the first scene in the in these opening uh, scenes between uh, you know young Adam and the mother, it's established that he's getting into trouble at school because he's a bit of a smart mouth. He's a scrawny kid. He's got asthma, all that fun stuff. Um, the mother is like struggling because she's on her own. The dad is gone. Um, it, I wasn't quite clear on this at first, but they do reveal that he's he's dead. Uh, yeah. At first, I was thinking, did he leave the family, or...? Yeah, so I, I worked out pretty quickly that he died, but then they didn't mention it for a good portion of the film, and I forgot that that was the reason he had left, and I was like, he just went off and slept with another woman, didn't he? And then they were talking about him, and they were like, oh, no, wait, he died. Yeah. Oh, wait, I... this is a different time zone. I'm confused now. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to. I, I feel like I need to give this movie a lot of credit for that because that's the trope a lot of movies go with. Is like, oh, dad left. He slept with another mo woman. He he did this and that, and that's the reason he's gone. In this movie, the dad was genuinely like a, a fairly good person. Um, he just died, and that was the reason he wasn't in their lives anymore. So respect to this movie for not going with one of the more overused tropes these days. Uh, anyway, so cut to them being back at home and you know uh the mothers like dealing taxes and bills and whatnot the kids you know being snarky and sarcastic uh goes on for a little bit and then she has to leave and she's all dressed up and uh she's like oh i'm going out for dinner and he's like no you're going on a date she's like going on a date with a co-worker or something like that yeah honestly god i, I know that it's part of the story that he's meant to be an asshole at the beginning but fuck that was just painful to listen to that scene like you're yeah. being a real he was, douche canoe. He was, but I like sarcasm, so I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed mm. it despite the fact that he was being a complete ass, and I don't think his his mother really deserved it. Don't get me wrong. Again, British. I love sarcasm, but you don't you don't talk like that to your mother, and so yeah, it's just yeah. awkward for me. Yeah, I guess. I, that's, that's, he did kind of just walk all over a bit. I don't know. He maybe was speaking at a level that was about ten years above his age. Go on. Yeah, I feel, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just. Maybe I can't relate because I know my mother can give as good as she gets when it comes to like sarcasm and stuff like that. So, so I, I would have never been able to like pull pull that shit. Um, but anyway, 
That happens. Mother goes out on a date. Kids alone. She tells him no video games. Cut to him playing video games. And then the power goes out. And so him and the dog go out to investigate. And dog is very cute. The dog is. A dog. I know it doesn't need saying, but it needs saying. Um. Anyway, he he finds somebody. In, he's got a baseball bat, and he finds somebody out in his shed. It's old Adam, uh, which he doesn't know that that's who it is yet. And um, there's a bit of a conversation between the two of them, and then he notices that the you know the dog is very friendly with the older version of him, and he's just letting him scratch him and everything like that. And it takes a long time to notice that. It's like he does. It, like, fucking obvious. I'm actually really glad that this movie kind of didn't belabor the fact, like didn't let the characters sit there and be like, "Who are you?" and then go through like multiple they scenes. Did. They did, but they did it like. I feel like a, a worse movie would take like a half hour to establish that. This movie did it in ten minutes. Well, there's kind of like a, a bell curve. Is that the right word? Uh, where bell the curve more is like, obvious it is. Okay, not bell curve. The more obvious it, it, obvious it is, the sooner they should come to the realization. So, whilst yes, they did come to the realization quite quickly, the obviousness of it was there for like five minutes that it was 100% obviously the same person. So that was too long for me. Whereas if it had left it quite obscure and they'd done it for 20 minutes... This is, this is where I'm going to be a nerd but depending on what axes you put those two points on that would either be a exponential or logarithmic curve yes uh, and that's why i said i don't think it's the bell curve but yeah um but yeah so yeah they probably should have figured it out sooner but the kid's 12 give you know give him a break um so that there's a very funny scene where uh ryan reynolds doesn't want to have to deal with him um and the kid is peppering him with questions he tries to hit him with the bat and ryan reynolds just snaps it out of his hands it's hilarious um ryan reynolds does all this stuff like he knows where everything is in the house the kid quickly figures out who he is um but not quick enough for blue <laughs> stupid kid dog fucking worked out in the, yeah, the first dog two figured seconds it out. yeah the dog was dog's the underappreciated character in this movie i think um so, uh, they, kids continually peppering with questions. Ryan Reynolds is trying to patch himself up because he's got a bullet hole in him. Um, witty banter all around. And then they go outside and, uh, they find Ryan Reynolds' spaceship. Oh, yeah. uh, he also is asking a bunch of questions to try and establish what, t what year it is and what time it is. So he's like, oh, you know, who's, who's mom going out on a date with? And it's like, oh, it's this guy. And that's how he's yeah, kind of establishing that, the exact... That's weird that you establish dates by which guy your mother is dating. Yeah, I, I feel, again, this is one of those points where it doesn't make logical sense, but it's entertaining. And so they went with... Yeah, They made a lot of choices in this movie yeah, where they were... It was a very funny movie. The reason we don't talk about funniness in movies so much is because we can't do a good representation of anything funny that happens. But yeah. we acknowledge that it's there and that it's good. Yeah. yeah the, the, the banter in this movie is spot on. Hmm. Like the, the inter-character banter and stuff like that. Some of the, the, like, the visual jokes they have. Just great. Absolutely like fun to watch. That's one thing I want to say right off the bat. This movie is definitely entertaining from beginning to end. There was no point hmm. in the movie where I felt bored. Um, yeah. Anyway, so 
they have that banter. He establishes where I am. The kid's coming to a realization that's future him. He has a hilarious line where he's like, it's like, oh my God, you're, you're like ripped. Do they have like yeah, genetic engineering weird. in the future or something? Uh, but he's honestly, like, let me touch your muscles. He, did, he didn't say it like that. <laughs> but if, but think about it. If you were like a, you know, a scrawny little kid and you saw your future self being like ripped. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Well, yeah. Also, you can see the way I'm going, guys. That ain't happening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to be a stick forever. Well, I was a chubby kid. And I'm happy that I'm not. And you still are. (laughs) And I still am. No. Hmm. (laughs) Anyway, so he takes the the kid out to the, you know, the jet fighter time ship space thing. And um, is explaining to him that he needs him to, like, turn it on because the spaceship won't open up because he's injured. Which, again, doesn't make any kind of logical sense, but whatever. Yeah, that's what I was thinking at the time. I was like, man, that is the worst safety precaution ever. You're in trouble, you're stranded, you're wounded, and you can't get into the ship because it doesn't like you being, like, bleeding on the console. Yeah, it's like, what What if you left your first aid kit in the ship? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just needed to get to safety. Yeah, this, the ship has stealth. Why can't you hide in there? How is the ship going to make you in any more trouble? <laughs> that was, again, when they try to go into like the science-y stuff in the movie, it's bad. <laughs> but, yeah, they just cut it short, which is fair enough. But they, they do gloss over it very quickly and focus more on like the characters and the story and the banter, which is really what this movie does the best. Yeah. Um, also, they, they went with an interesting theory of time travel, uh, like... Yeah, every different sci-fi has their own opinion on time travel. This one is, you can go back in time and change whatever the hell you want, and the moment you go back, then your memories reconcile, and you just remember the timeline as it has been affected, right? Um, but which if is, you go too crazy, then it could cause damage, and blah, 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 blah. Which has big loopholes in it, because you could go back to your time and be one second in the past and remember everything. Hmm. That's fair, yeah. Um, but yeah, but anyway, so... Sorry, I'm, I'm here to rip this thing apart. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I'm here <laughs> like I be, said, you're the nice one. I'll be... I'm good cop on this one. Exactly. Um, so he uses the kid, because the kid is uninjured, and has the same DNA to open up the ship. So they go in there, they check the ship is self-repairing, and they're like, okay, I need this much time to do this, and uh, this is the year he was trying to get to. He, Like, I think... Um, Oh, no, that, that doesn't come yet. So, anyway, they, he's like, okay, I need to go into town and get, like, bandages. Oh, no, he sleeps in the his dad's old shop in the garage. The mother comes back, and the kid uh, is brutal to the date because the mother walks in without the, the guy. It's like, oh, it didn't really go that well. And then the doorbell rings. The guy's got, you know, he's like, oh, you left this in the car. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up, sport? You like baseball? You know, the, the typical shitty things you say to a woman who has a child um he has that shitty (laughs) honestly he was no he was he was being fairly nice but it's sorry it's it's an old stereotype uh of the thing that like you say to like your friend's kid like you're you're meeting like a yeah a friend's family and they have a son and you're just like hey jimmy you like baseball just say, but I can't say that. Uh, yeah, okay. So there was that awkward scene, which I hated. Yeah, that, that was another very awkward scene. He nearly makes his mom cry. Um, hmm. And she seemed really uninterested in the guy. 
But then when she closed the door, she was like, I can't believe you did that. Well, it's, I, like, it, I think it's bitch. more that I think it's more that the kid embarrassed her because that guy's still her coworker. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah he was. A, it was. A, it was a work date. So even if it didn't work out, she still has to see the guy in the office. So maybe she's like, mm. oh, you just made this awkward. And yeah. Anyway, uh, Ryan Reynolds falls asleep in the garage. A kid goes to bed like the kid does. Fast forward to the next day and the mother goes off to work and kid goes out and Ryan Reynolds needs to go to the um, supermarket to get like bandages and shit to make sure he doesn't bleed to death. And so they go into the house and they're like, oh, we can wear dad's old clothes and stuff like that. And Ryan, this is where it's kind of established that um, there's a lot of bitterness remaining in adult Adam's uh, mind because the kids being a douche and the uh, adult version of him is like, you know, you're going to regret for the rest of your life being such a dick to her. It's like, look, the woman, you know, it's been a year and she still hasn't cleaned out, you know, her dead husband's closet. So she's she's grieving and you're not making it any better. Hmm. And so th- that's that's part of the dynamic between the two of them is they both have different perspectives on their life. Like for the kid, the trauma is still fresh. His dad's only dead a year for the adult. It's a long time ago and he's had a long time to regret, you know, things he did as a kid. Uh, let's see. They go into town. Sorry, do you have something to say? I was going to say, this is the part where the mother uh, is in the bar with Roger Rabbit and talks about that kind of stuff. That doesn't happen quite yet. First, there's the awkward scene with the bully. Was that first? Okay. Yeah, because the bar scene happens in the evening. The bully scene happens in the early afternoon. Um, So they go go out to... He gets his bandages and stuff. They go outside, and the kid's getting roughed up by the the bully because they're both suspended, so they're both fighting out of school now. Um, yeah, this this was this was fucked up. Yeah, this was a an interesting scene. Ryan Reynolds like um, intimidates the bully at first, and he's he's like, "No, I'm gonna let you beat the shit out of him." And then he has a pep talk with a little kid, and he's like, "You know, just look him in the eye, and then punch him in the nuts." Essentially, is the summary of it. And the kid fucks everything up and gets the shit kicked out of him. At which point, the kid runs away, and Ryan Reynolds like intimidates the bully he, he's like i can't remember exactly what he says but it's something along the lines of it's like it's like if you touch him again i'm gonna pull your arms off and i'm gonna beat tommy over here to death with them or something like that like it's yeah this is one of those there's, there's two scenes in this film where there is really socially awkward fucked up thing happening in a public place and no one gives a fuck there is a man holding a little child up yeah. against a wall and the kid is literally peeing himself. Yeah, there's like a... He's like... I think um, older Adam is supposed to be in his late 30s. So, late 30s man holding a 12-year-old against the wall. Yeah, and muscly like, guy. Yeah, and shouting at him. Um, not exactly something that... You know, some, you'd think somebody would intervene. I mean, it's America. It's like he didn't get shot on the side of the head. That's true. <laughs> Although, technically, you'd have... Uh, um, yeah, you won't want to shoot him that close to the kid. But yeah, exactly. That that's that <laughs> just a responsible person. But yeah. A responsible person would shout a warning. A responsible person would let the kid get away before you started firing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright, so oh, that happens and now there's there's a tense scene with the oh, so a bar scene happens first. So yeah. Ryan Reynolds goes to a bar, old guy, 
Uh, and uh, the I'm mother. I'm so glad they didn't do the Back to the Future thing where the oh, mother I was tries so to worried. fuck the kid. Oh my god, I was so worried about that. But it it didn't happen. It, it didn't up... happen. Although she fucking tried at the end. <laughs> she really did. Yeah. So what what happens in the the bar scene? Like he goes in there, he's having a drink because he's stressed out about everything that's happened. Um, mother walks in after her long day at work. Uh, you know orders a glass of wine and they have a little bit of a heart to heart about how she's just like she just can't you know she feels like her son hates her she's not doing enough she's not being a good mother it's all stressful and stuff like that and um you know older adam knowing exactly what she's talking about knowing that he in the past was the cause of it basically has a heart to heart he's like no he loves you you know you'll always be his mother you know kids always come back to their mother it's you know it's so it was a very wholesome moment, and yeah, we both had the same thought that they were going to do the Back to Future thing where the mother falls in love with the kid, which is, they didn't do it. Uh, so he says something kind of cryptic and then runs off and disappears. She goes after him like, oh, you know, what was that? He gets he back. He disappears like the Batman. <laughs> he's, he's hanging from a light pole <laughs> upside down. Um, that doesn't happen, but if it did, that would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it would have been the kind of gag this movie would have pulled. But um, yeah. Anyway, so he goes back to the house, and uh, young him is in the shop going through all his crap, and um, he's locked the door. And so you know, older him is getting really annoyed. He's like, "Hey, come on, open the door!" And then finally, at one point, he, they, he apologizes for the whole thing with the bully and everything. And um, he, I think one of the things he says is you don't end up growing up to be me without getting your ass kicked quite a few times, like throughout your life. Um, and that's when the kid finds like there's a picture that he had been looking at the night before. And it's a you know, beautiful woman holds it up to the, the window and um, it's like, who's this? And that's when it's revealed. That's his wife who disappeared on a time travel trip. To 2018, which is why he was trying to get to 2018, because her she died under very suspicious circumstances, and maybe she didn't actually die. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I wanted to kill the kid again when he's like going through the possessions. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just didn't get on with that kid. I I found it once. Once in my head, he was established as Ryan Reynolds' mini me. I, I just I found everything he did fucking hilarious because I just oh, well, I'm just picturing a shrunken Ryan Reynolds doing all that. Shit. Uh, the, when I was talking to Alicia about this, I think the line I said was, I, "I really liked the fact that the film wasn't afraid to have Ryan Reynolds go around and shit talk a kid." Yeah, and I also really didn't like it because Ryan Reynolds was just being a dick to kids. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, it's literally both. There was a lot of give and take between the kid and Ryan Reynolds. Like, there was yeah. a lot of, like, they both shit-talked each other. They both got, had the upper hand at one point or another, like, in their, like, the the banter between them. I I really think that that was, that dynamic was really well done in this movie. Um, anyway, so, uh, what happens next? He kind of goes on and talks about how... That is, you know, that was his 
and it was his wife, you know, the disappearance, all that stuff happens. Oh, um, the future stormtroopers. So there's a scene where uh, it's established that this time dropship full of like black clad armored stormtroopers come in with this old lady whose voice sounded really weird. Um, All right, there's several things about this. I shall I start with a positive or end with a positive? Uh, start with I, I don't care because there's one positive and several negatives. All right, go go with the positive <coughs> first. Okay, right. Actually, most people won't consider it positive. I am proud of this film, and I'm not just going to give you up. We're not going to talk about it. I'm proud of the film for being going out there and saying the main character is going to be it's going to be a male protagonist and a female villain that's all i'm going to say on that i think it was brave there we go i now, i do want to, i want to say one thing okay i can only think of one other movie in recent times that has done that in this kind of genre and that's uh the third thor movie the villain was a female right i haven't seen the third one uh it's it's okay um one of the things like people kind of i don't know is is <laughs> A lot of the reasons they don't do that is because it's kind of a faux pas now to have yeah, a male character getting the upper hand of the female character. But in this one, they presented them as relative equals, which I thought was, you know, yeah, it was pretty good. It's I agree good. with you is all I'm saying. Go on. Uh, um, okay, right. So the fight scene. Yeah. Let's quickly go over uh, how Ryan Reynolds explains uh, the effect of dying in a different dimension. Uh, and I quote... It's weird. Don't ask about it. It's the entire explanation. That is the extent of the science that we delve so deeply into in this film. I count that as a positive, I should say. Because we've already established... Well, we've already established when they talk about the science, they fuck it up. Yeah. So I think it was a wise choice, in this case, to just say, who cares? It was a wise choice, but... If they had really gone and done the effort and made it sound like a good sci-fi, then they wouldn't have had time because the film would have been five hours long. But it would have been better. Anyway, Hmm. uh, next, the fighting. Uh, It's amazing how uh, absolutely garbage that armor is. So much so that it seems to make make you weaker than if you were naked. Because, like, single bullets were vaporizing people instantly. Yeah. Um, And a big stick was doing it as well. That armor did literally nothing. Yeah, he's got... Ryan Reynolds has got, like, a Darth Maul-style lightsaber thing. uh, Except it glows blue, and it seems to be more solid. It's not like a beam. Uh, But, yeah, the moment they get touched, they just... They're gone. Yeah. Except for the main bad guy. uh, The guy with the scar on his face. Uh, Yeah. Not the main bad guy. The, no, the, the, the lieutenant the to the main bad guy. Yeah. The main bad uh, soldier, I should say. And yeah, then, then wifey appears. Yeah, um, so yeah, big fight happens. The wife rolls up. She's alive! And she has been waiting and since 2018 till he arrived. With a grenade launcher that does nothing to the ship. <laughs> yeah. So ensues a, a very wild chase where she's like swerving all down the road and stuff like that and this old shitty wait, SUV. Wait, no, no, no. 
I haven't finished yet with this Oh, okay, scene. <laughs> okay, go on. Finish, finish. <laughs> so you know how the, the big invisible dropship lowers a massive, like, gun? Mm-hmm. And the kids on the ground beat up all the uh, shit ninjas. Mm-hmm. And so all the ninjas are dead, and they're like, Right. And the massive fucking holoship with the giant gun goes, Nah. I'm gonna fly away now. <laughs> it just goes away. And chase them. When they have a car, because that's reason. That'd be too. You know what? I bet it is. In the future, they're probably all union. They needed a break. It's break time. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. The boss needed a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking unions, uh, man. Yeah, go. On. Um. Anyway, so yeah, they they escape in this shit SUV that could not really be doing the kind of maneuvering that they were doing on the road but although i do love that they they called out like this they actually made fun of the trope that they were doing at the time here she's swerving between cars and stuff like that and still slamming on the well her and her husband you know the older guy have this this heart to heart and like oh what happened how did you get here what's what's the update they, they're doing like a plot dump and the mm. little kid, at one point, he's like, why are you still driving like this? There's no one in front of us. And then it, it cuts to the front of the car. And it's literally clear roads, and she's still, like, swerving and, like, on the gas. I found that hilarious. Yeah, but then they're like, because of the thing above us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they tried to cut themselves a bit. They, they, did, uh, they, they did. They did the scene from Star Wars, going through the forest with the land speeders. Uh, yeah, yeah, where he opens the door and it knocks the guy off the motorcycle. No, that's not what happens. And what happens is stupider than that. If if that had happened, that would have made sense. Hmm. What happens is he opens the door, he takes his lightsaber and he cuts a tree. So and he then slices it the bottom of the tree. <laughs> and like, the guy would have still hit the fucking tree, dude. Oh you slicing God. it did literally nothing. But it was cool to watch. <laughs> it's like I can already see what the rating's gonna look like at the end of this when we both give our thoughts on that. But it's um, like why explosions? Why not explosions? <laughs> so they they get to like a cabin on the, on the lake after they get away <sighs> from the ninja stormtrooper people, and um, yeah, I, I see those quotation marks. And then uh, you know, old Adam and wifey uh, go into the cabin and kick little Adam out because they're like, we need to bang. And the funny thing is, like, she, she, she's like, um, he's like, oh, oh, be, be like, you know, be gentle. I, I've got a bullet wound or something. And she's like, she's like, suck it up. Like, it's like, she's been waiting there for four years. It's like, I don't care if you have a bullet wound. We're, we're banging now. Mm. Um, uh, cut to them having a heart to heart on a picnic table. All three of them outside. Yeah. Um, fully dressed, I should clarify. They, they're finished with the bang. <laughs> they're still doing it, like, while the kid's there. It's a bit weird. Oh, God. Yeah, it wouldn't have, wouldn't have been the same movie. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they she describes what they have to do. Essentially, they have to go and destroy time travel. Um, you know, they have to go back. The reason she went to 2018 or something like that was... Um, oh, yeah, it's implied that the old lady on the hover dropship with the stormtroopers, she went back in time and told her past self all the steps she needed to do to assume power and be awesome in the future. And, um... Yeah? Sorry? What a shame they didn't just go back to her conception and stomp on her egg. 
This is like one of those old time travel conundrums. If you could go back and shoot Hitler, would you? It's like, why go back to the exact point where they suddenly become mega powerful when you've got time travel? Because big action set piece. Anyway, so um, there's they they escape and there's a heartfelt like you know oh we'll we'll meet again sort of thing, and wifey is there she's gonna make her last stand against the hover ship, and while the other two escape, and um, they do, and she gets fucking murked by the uh, the enemies. Mm. So are you you're looking like you're thinking I did I miss something? I was or? trying to uh, so we've sp- we've skipped over both the scenes with Scarface. But they're not particularly important because he's not really does no, anything. He turns just, up and then he gets kicked in the dick. Yeah, basically the um, the lieutenant to the main baddie, like so the evil woman, right? Her lieutenant is this dude with a scar in his face, and it's heavily implied. Well, not implied. It's it's stated outright that when Ryan Reynolds escaped, that was the guy that shot him. But Ryan Reynolds was also the person that put the scar in his face. Still he's like. The closest thing I can imagine to is he's like the rival in Pokemon, right? So he just turns up out of the blue randomly for no fucking reason. To be you a kick dick. his ass again, doesn't do anything, just wastes your time, and then you continue with the story. He pops up, acts like a dick, gets his ass kicked, goes away. That's yeah. him. Um, yeah, so all that that I said before happens. Wifey makes her last stand. She dies. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, and, uh, the two atoms go off and get to the time ship. And now the time ship is all repaired and stuff. And so they fly off through time and, uh, there, there's a big dogfight chase scenes. They're, you know, guns are shooting at them. They're dodging through canyons, pulling off crazy yeah. maneuvers. The classic turning off the engines and turning back on again. True. Yeah. The, the joke about, hey, watch out for the G-forces, and then, what? And then they get splattered against the wall or something like that. Which, I mean, when they were flying along, the enemy ship was right behind them, and then they did the, the crazy turning off the engines maneuver. That ship dropped for, like, ten fucking seconds, turned its engines back on, flew into a cave, and then the enemy appeared and flew past. It was yeah. like... Can, can we also talk about how the fact that, like, G-forces probably would have killed a kid with asthma... Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. They they mentioned asthma at the beginning, and then they completely disregarded it for the rest. Yeah, of the it film. was it was more established to make him look like oh he's you know weak, weak spindly, yeah. nerdy kid, and also they know each other because he knows about the asthma inhaler and everything like that. Um, yeah, so they they're like oh, but there's only one jump left in the time machine. You you can't and they jump anyway, and they make it back, and then they're back in the day, and they they actually find their father. So, they ju- yeah, they jump back to before their father died. So yeah. further back in time. Yeah. Which I didn't even realize for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. And so they, they go into the lecture hall and meet up with him. Uh, well, sorry. They go into a lecture hall where he's giving a lecture on stuff. He's, Daddy. He's yeah. a big, smart professor man. And um, after uh intro scene where Brian Reynolds is like, oh, I'm auditing the class or something like that. And. Yeah, and his father instantly recognizes him 20 meters away in a dark room, even though he's never seen his son that age. close to being that age. Yeah, at this point, I think the, the son is supposed to be like eight or nine, like yeah. timeline-wise. Um, but they, they, they doesn't matter. 
it's all established that he knows who they are. And he's getting really pissed. You're breaking all the laws of time travel. Blah, 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 blah. Science, science, science. Ethics, ethics, ethics. And then Ryan Reynolds tells him to shut up. And they kind of explain what's going on there. They go to a motel room, which doesn't isn't as bad as it sounds. What? what? You've skipped over the second time in the film where a very public display of violence happens between, in this oh, case, yeah. a teacher and a very muscly man. And no <laughs> Ryan Reynolds anything. punches his dad in the face, at which point his dad punches him back in the face. No one does a thing. No one does a thing. Uh, Although Clearly not a love teacher. Another funny line uh, as they're walking off. Um, the young Adam looks up at his dad. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah. That, you know, good punch. And dad's like, I think I broke my hand. Yeah. Um, so they go to they go to a motel somewhere, you know, essentially somewhere private. They can discuss all the time stuff and have it be confidential and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very quickly established that the dad doesn't support what they're doing because he's like, you're changing the timeline. And he's like, but the timeline's already been changed. You know, evil lady already came back and did all this shit. Mm. Um, we never actually saw any consequences coming from fucking the time. Yeah, that, that's the thing. They, they all talk about there's going to be consequences and never happens. Um, so Dad storms off as a tear-felt departure between him and young uh, Adam. Uh, and young Adam goes out and he, he talks to old him who's moping drinking a beer out on a picnic table. And... Um, Drinking a beer out of a picnic table. Yeah, he's on a picnic table. He's got a beer. He's looking at it, something on his phone tablet thing. Oh, yeah, sorry. When you said drinking out of a picnic table, it was like the picnic table was a receptacle for beer. Sorry, I, I said that too fast. He was drinking a beer out on a picnic table. Ah. Uh. Uh, and so the young kid kind of... That was a po- funny scene. Points, yeah, he, he, first of all, he points out that, you know, you're, you're just bitter because, you know, you've, you've made yourself hate him. You're like, I'm, I'm still here. Like, he was actually a good person when we were a kid and he did all this stuff. He really cared about us. And um, Ryan Reynolds says something about the kid being smart. And he's like, yeah, how did I get so dumb? And then he reaches for the beer. Does <laughs> uh, it several times. Yeah, yeah, it happens multiple. It, it's it's a it's a pretty fun, again the banter between the two Adams, hilarious throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Um. So cut to them deciding to actually do. Oh no, sorry. There's a, a villain on villain scene. Um, TMI. <laughs> so a uh, young lady villain is in her big corporate office, and old lady villain comes in, and they have a bit of a heart to heart. And old lady villain is. Young lady villain is like, oh, I thought I'd never have to see you again. Old lady villain is like, he's like, well, things changed. You know, Adam's coming to fuck up with your plans. And she's like, he's eight. And young sorry. lady villain is such a wet blanket. She has no moral compass. She does not. She just goes along. She she has her entire character. The thing is, yeah, she has no moral compass. She's constantly being manipulated by her older, harder self. And by her, like, she's at that transitional stage between being, like, still having some level of morality and becoming a villain. Um, she's not moral, like, she knows all this. And at every point throughout the film, I was like, she's gonna make a dramatic change now. Yeah. And she just never fucking does. So, I thought that too. And we'll, we'll get to the ending, which is where I thought yeah. it was gonna happen, but it wasn't. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, essentially... 
it's established that okay, Adam is the is the reason that like he's coming to get you. He's bitter about all this. He knows everything and blah blah blah. blah. Um, I did write something down in my notes for the movie, and I don't know if it was the audio or what, but both when in this scene where they're both talking, I don't know if they modified her voice to make it sound older or younger, but it sounded like she was talking to a vibe, like talking through a vibrator. Like you know, if you like talk into a fan and it sounds I all think, garbly, um, or if you. I think that was actually the audio quality of the stream because it okay. was doing that a lot for me at the beginning. Okay, so maybe it's just the stream then. Because yeah. when she was talking, it sounded like, you know, like if you, um, like when you talk into a fan. Yeah, like a reverberator. Exactly. Like it's like, brrr, it, that's how her voice sounded to me. Um, I didn't know if it was just if they had done some audio tweaking or if it was just the quality of the stream. All right. Yeah, that was Sweetie's fault. God damn it, Sweetie. <laughs> Um, so now cut back to the Adams. Uh, they have a plan to get into the big corporate headquarters of the big evil lady and destroy the time superconductor thingy in the basement. Um, young Adam is controlling a little drone and old Adam is, uh, using his lightsaber. They kick some stormtroopers ass. Yeah. Um, there's a big old It doesn't take much, much skill to fly a drone with your hands. Yeah, I think it's it's supposed to be because, oh, because he was a nerd and he played all the virtual reality games, he was good at it. Also, that drone fucking locked on to a bunch of fucking enemies and then fired a some kind of pulse shot at Ryan Reynolds, which only affected the people that it targeted. Again, <sighs> the science is illogical throughout this entire movie, but entertaining. That should have crushed his balls up through his fucking head. <laughs> if it's enough to throw them back, and that was under his fucking dick. Alright. <laughs> it happened. Anyway, so at the very end, they're about to get rammed by a car, or old Adam is, and um, the cars run off the road because their dad comes in to ram it off the road. And then there's cute, witty banter between old Adam and dad, and... Um, it turns out that the dad, despite his his like you know scientific mind saying I shouldn't do this, this is unethical, we can't do this. I'm here for you, son. Oh come on, it was it was a wholesome moment. Yeah, and then they immediately make dick jokes about him. <laughs> that was I, I'm sorry, I laughed at that. I like dick. That jokes. was funny. It didn't work with the scene though. So yeah, the next scene, they're like, okay, uh, what do we do? We're like, oh, we're going to destroy this. And the dad's like, that won't work. They'll just rebuild it. You need to delete this super crystal diamond mega hard drive that I have. And they were both just super chill about leaving the young kid outside of the supervillain's base on his own with invisible ninjas with weapons. If they killed the kid, they would also kill... The Big Adam. And that was their primary objective. Yeah, that was... Mm, Retarded. Yeah. That was, that was a pretty, pretty moron, moronic decision. Yeah. But whatever. Also, they, um, they, I love how they get in the elevator. And this, this comment also made me laugh. It's like, oh, so this is where you work, huh? Only took you 43 years. Mm. <laughs> 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 it's just... It, it, that was good. The, the the banter in this movie is just really really good. That that is <laughs> honestly the the shining 
peak. Of, anyway, yeah. so go downstairs and they they talk about how, oh, if I pull this out, it might blow everything up or it might just do nothing. And so the to dad fair, just, if you put an electrical device into an MRI machine, that could happen. But it's not electrical. It's a super diamond mega hard thing. They yeah. again, they made up a weird random name for the yeah. hard drive that the algorithm is stored on. Mind you, it's an algorithm. You could store it on a fucking flash drive. If an algorithm was big enough that you needed to put it on some super special mega hard drive, no human being could have fucking written it in his lifetime. Yeah, and also, if why did they just stick on a hard drive and lock it away in this vault when they could have just made time travel there and then? I mean, storage media is really cheap. Why not just copy-paste? I mean, something like that. You, you back, that yeah, back it up in the cloud. <laughs> Again, the science in the movie is moronic, but that's not the point. Ignore yeah. the science and just enjoy the movie. Um, so they they take it out and then the bad guys are down there because they've captured the kid. And there's a big standoff between villain lady and all the the things and uh there's a little bit of a you know a nudge nudge wink wink moment between young and old adam where that young adam's got a gun to his head and you know the old adam is causing a distraction so he can whack the gun out of the way lady shoots the reactor and i i i, I couldn't tell is this thing supposed to be a magnet or a particle accelerator that's the thing yeah it's meant to be an emp bomb basically yeah well it's not but that's not the function but, but, but the thing that's is, what it is does but they they called it a particle accelerator which isn't mag magnetic it's it's about you shoot particles around well the thing they pulled the uh hard drive out of kind of looked like a really small particle accelerator yeah well you know that that thing looked like an electromagnet yeah which it just it, no one had it they were like this looks cool and it would be cool if this happened and that's how they designed everything and so I spent the next five minutes literally saying, I guess that's not made of metal then. <laughs> yeah, so the thing is, once the bullet goes through, suddenly everything is being attracted to the hole as if it was a vacuum inside or something like that. But it's magnetic. And the magnet also makes the water ripple outside. And then... Yeah, that was the first one. I was like... How did it make literally push back the waves outside of the building, but everyone inside the building didn't even stumble? It's metal water. It's metal water. That's it. Anyway, so a uh, big fight scene happens, some funny stuff. The ninjas are apparently wearing metal, so they get sucked. Or maybe they have, like, metal hips or something like that. They get well, sucked. Well, the armor's made of metal, I think, is the assumption. No, I, I, they, they all have hip replacements. That's okay. that's what I'm going with. Anyway, they all get sucked in. <laughs> no way did the guy punch himself in the face. <laughs> there's there's all kinds of, like, hilarious, like, things. It, it's, a, it's a fun action scene. I'm not going to describe too much of it because it's not important, honestly. Yeah. Comes down um, to the end where, but yeah, sorry. the hard drive's not metal. The PCs aren't metal. The railings aren't metal. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, the, the computer that they're wearing aren't metal. The computer that Dad is uh, coding science into it didn't get wiped out by the giant magnetic field that's going on. Like unlike a normal magnet, or the a normal aren't hard metal drive. sometimes. <laughs> okay, I have a, I have a point. So the the final scene here, you've got. Evil, evil lady, Ugh. young evil lady, a standoff between dad and the two Adams, right? Evil lady is trying to convince young evil lady to shoot dad in the chest. 
Why does she even give Young Evil Lady? Young Evil Lady is useless. She doesn't even need to be there. So he basically old Evil Lady kicks her out of the way and takes the gun for herself and goes to shoot. Mm. Young Evil Lady kind of steps off to the side. Um, and mind you, the gun is, she's able to handle it perfectly fine. She pulls mm. the trigger and the bullet goes about halfway out and then curves and then hits Young Evil Lady in the chest. Mind yeah. you. Instant death. <laughs> all of those bullets are in the gun that she's holding. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was trying to be, at first I was like, no, I, that's, I, 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 I can't be this stupid. It's going to be like, there's something about the case being able to, there must be some part of the case that stops it from being able to get the magnetic drive. I was like, no, that's just not, not a thing. Anti-magnets. This is just bullshit. <laughs> um, again, not focusing on the side, but old evil lady shoots herself in the chest by accident. And I will say the joke was very funny. Which one? Get behind me, son. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. dad's like, oh, get behind me. And he's like, uh, actually, those are armor-piercing bullets, so it will go right through you into us. And it's like, okay, <laughs> spread out. out a bit. Spread out a bit. <laughs> that was a good one, yeah. Um, so there's chase scene where they all run and get out there and they barely escape as everything explodes and whatnot. No, 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 they do the cheesiest line ever first. He, he's like, sometimes it's good to be a nerd. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It, they did it for, like, after the, the whole bullet thing and he's like, if I, I knew it because I'm a smart person. A fact that is literally not real. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's what they use to describe why nerds are good. Uh, <sighs> it, it was, yeah, it was bad. But they get away, and now the ending after this, like kind of the ending sequence, is honestly one of the most wholesome and just heartwarming series it's of events. Like an it's, emotional roller coaster. Yeah, there's there's a heart to heart where young and old Adam and Dad all get together and they they talk to each other and they they finally. You know, get all the emotional baggage out of the way. They go outside and they go to play catch. And then old and young Adam disappear because the timeline has changed. And then it, yeah. it shows where all of them are in their respective places. Took a good long while for the timeline to change. Well, they, they, they kind of, they don't explain it, but they say, oh, it, it probably just takes a little bit, you know, for everything to, to recalibrate or whatever. It's weird. Don't ask about it. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. <laughs> and then you see that old Ryan Reynolds, like he um, he does end up getting with his wife. They they still meet, even though, um, you know, even though they're not going into the space time travel program together. And you see young Ryan Reynolds, like he's not suspended anymore. Uh, so he's not getting into fights. And he he actually, you know, gives a you know, he remembers he gives a big hug to his mom. One other thing that I just thought about. <laughs> what? The moment that massive electrical field was caused in that room, hmm. that hard drive was completely wiped. No, they explain that it's a diamond hard drive. It's not metal. It's diamonds. Wait, the circuit board is made of diamond. That's what they said. They, they called it. Yeah, they, they called okay, it like a diamond okay. crystal hard thingy, whatever. <laughs> like your penis, as I recall the joke was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was when they made the dick jokes. Um, um Anyway, yeah, sorry, go on. But, but that's, that's the ending of the movie. I, very, like, kind of a happily ever after sort of deal. Like, the, the dad does still die. Well, the wife is still dead. No, no, that no. That was just a look back on the past, because he can re-meet his wife again. But he did. 
No, he I did. was him in the past. Yeah, exactly. He, he met, met his wife. Yeah. yeah, he met his wife. Despite the fact that the time travel program didn't happen, he still met her. And now that the time travel program doesn't exist, she won't die. Oh, right. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of, instead of, because in, originally they met in like the jet fighter program. But instead, now they met in a science class at a at a university. But they still met in kind of the same way. So the implication is they'll live happily ever after instead of her dying in a pre- plane crash or something like that. Or to yeah, a Gatling Several gun. times. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a whole movie. I, I found the ending very heartwarming. Um, there were quite a few plot holes in terms of the science. But you know what? You can only <laughs> expect so much of writers. Um, yeah. Uh, I'd say watch it for the comedy mm. and yeah, the comedy. Watch <laughs> that's, it. that's the best part of it. <laughs> watch it for the banter and spectacle. The banter and yeah. spectacle is uh, is on point. The character if you like Transformers, is good. you'll probably like this. <laughs> no, don't sell it that short. Transform <laughs> like Transformers had like paper cutout characters. It didn't actually have any sort of good writing to it. it My was- point was it had very good action. Actually, no, the action scenes in this weren't that good. Yeah. Um, Tra- Transformers was all action and no substance. This one, yeah. it had substance in the character writing and substance in the dialogue. But the if you're looking for hard sci-fi, don't watch this. No. Or if you enjoy tearing apart films like I do. Watch this. Just don't watch it with somebody who enjoys it. Actually, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't care. We we enjoy watching. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, yeah. How many how many uh, plastic hard drives out of ten? Is the next question. Uh, I discussing it. My my rating has fluctuated a bit. Um, oh, from what it, what it originally down. was. It went. It. I was I was high and then I went low and I think I'm back to where I started. Um, like a bell curve. I'm. G- dun, dun, dun. That's actually that that actually is a bell curve. Um, I'd say seven. Seven. I, I would seven. consider it above average because I really enjoyed the writing. I really enjoyed the dialogue. I really enjoyed the characters. I was thoroughly entertained. The only thing that brings it down for me is like yeah, the science is the science and sci-fi aspects are crap. We've got, we've got, we've done a lot of very average sevens with a lot of the films. Um, I'm gonna okay. So two th- two two parts are gonna split into. No, three parts are gonna split into. The comedy, including the banter. Uh, the action. And the how much he gave a shit about the characters. Mm. That let's start with the worst and get better. The action. Was pretty shit and it didn't make much sense. Uh, so I'm gonna say like three and a half. Yeah, splitting it that way, I'd be about the same as you. Um, next, the characters. Mm. I didn't like the kid, mm. but there was moments when he was all right. He reminded me a lot of Ed from Bebop. At sometimes, um, sometimes, um, I would give that a. I'd give that a seven. And then, regarding the comedy of it, the jokes and shit, that's a nine. So, nine, seven, a 16, 19.5 divided by three. Uh, it's like just under six. seven. Yeah, just under. I'd say six and a half then. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like seven, 6.7 something. But if you're watching it for the comedy, then, like I said, it's a nine. Yeah. 
I, I I definitely agree with that. When I like, I'm giving like an overall rating. Um, mm. the, the, the like the sci-fi bits. If you can get past that, or if you don't care about that sort of stuff, you probably you know just enjoy the movie. It was very entertaining. The banter, especially, oh, the bants. Don't say that. You're not a twelve-year-old. <laughs> I'm not a what? A twelve-year-old. Is that is that something twelve-year-olds say? Bants. No, I don't know. No, to the love of yours, don't say that anymore because it's not cool anymore. And thank God. <laughs> I don't... Honestly, it's it's a phrase that I don't think I ever heard until like a year ago. Oof. Honestly, anyway. I don't think I ever used the word banter as a kid. Anyway. All right. No, I didn't. But that, that is... You know, that's our thoughts. That was a very... I'd recommend watching it. Yeah. Definitely worth watching. Uh, so if you're watching this video right now, um, congratulations, we got past another copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about that quickly or not? Yeah, let's let's end off with uh with that little okay. you know end of uh back end thing. The so every time when we the, the every time the YouTube versions of these videos, I like to use clips from the the actual movie in the editing to kind of highlight what we're talking about. Um every time I do that, the video gets copyright struck. I have to submit a fair use, you know, appeal because it is fair use. We're not using any audio from the video. We're just using visual clips to lend credence to the commentary. But YouTube's copyright uh, system is crap. And so it basically blocks the video for a few days um, until yeah. it clears. And the reason I particularly want to mention this is because if you if you watch this when it comes out, you can almost guarantee fucking tea that it's going to happen, and I'm just calling it now because it's like it's 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 a free bet. Every it's time, a free fucking bet. Every time. Oh god. Anyway, but whatever. The, the last few yes. have cleared. YouTube has has been on our side after we go through their ludicrous process. Um, yeah. But here we are. With that out of the way, this is going to be the end of it. Any uh, final thoughts? Anything you want to say? Uh, I'm looking forward to next week's podcast. Okay. Like I said now, maybe that's hyping up too much already. But um, I've got I've read so many fucking books and had so many experiences since we last did a podcast that Blue's been I'm going to be talking nonsense. Yes, a a religious journey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's save that for then. This is the, the, we don't want to get too far into that on the uh, yeah, the movie yeah. the movie ones. Um, but yeah, this is going to be the epi- end of episode five, I think, of movie night. I believe we're on. It's either four or five, but uh, one of those is what we're ending off now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is episode five. Uh, end of episode five of movie night uh, for the Adam Project. Uh, thank you all for listening, and hopefully you'll tune in again soon. See ya.